0: We're back with another edition of the Waiting for Next Year podcast. I'm your host, Josh Paloja, with, as usual, Joe Gilbert by my side. I guess we're here to talk about the Browns beating the Bengals in what was essentially a junior varsity game ahead of the varsity games at 4 o'clock and ahead of the uh, varsity game also between the Ravens and Steelers. So, the Browns beat the Bengals in a game that was meaningless other than for draft, where they were drafting and... uh, a set part of who they would play next year in the schedule they beat them i don't even know what the score was to be honest with you twenty-one <laughs> seventeen. yeah 21 21-16. 16 so yeah we're here i don't really want to be here because it's not a browns <laughs> off season and i hate being super negative about the browns but we're here joe i hear myself in the background by the way i just heard myself Joe, give me some of your thoughts i don't want to be super negative but i am so here we are
1: yeah. Oh well, it's uh it's just it's a uh, it's a disappointing place where we're at. Um and I, oh, I think, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, let me interrupt you before yeah. Craig or you yell at me. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube and this podcast, as usual, is brought to you by the Evergreen Podcast Network.
1: Go Joe. Yeah, it's uh it was just uh it's uh it was kinda this game was just like a, a walk to the off season. I didn't didn't really matter. Obviously it mattered in draft stock and um, other things like that, but yeah, it was don't take anything away from, don't take anything from this game and uh, it's just a end to a disappointing season. That's all we can pretty much say. That's all we've said
0: basically every season, regular season finale since 1999 except for last season.
1: Yeah. Right? Pretty much, yeah. You
0: know, I'm I told you prior to this podcast before I put on here, the only reason I watched the Browns game today was because we were doing this podcast. I had the Red Zone channel, so I really wanted to watch the Red Zone, especially the Colts and Jaguars debacle. And by the way, at least we're not Indianapolis fans. But besides that, (laughs) um, yeah, we're not the game that literally meant nothing. A lot of the starters were not playing. And I don't know. What a way to end the season. I'm so glad the Browns won so they could have some momentum going into the offseason, right? Yeah. This so,
1: whole division kind of just kind of collapsed.
0: That's the pro- see, that's the problem though. <laughs> Except for the Bengals. <laughs> the AFC the AFC North collapsed this year. The Bengals took advantage of it. But it's the Steelers were supposed to have one of their worst seasons in years. They had one of their they have one of the worst teams they've had in decades. And unless the Raiders or if the Raiders and Chargers do not tie tonight,
1: oh, the Steelers, the Steelers tie. are
0: one of the Steelers are one of seven playoff teams. Let that sink in. I know I tweeted out the Browns had Super Bowl aspirations. Cleveland was eliminated from postseason contention with two games left in the regular season. The Steelers were supposed to have one of their worst seasons and years, if not decades, and they're in the postseason.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like just. Yes it sucks that the Browns didn't make the playoffs but the fact that the Steelers are essentially in the playoffs yeah. makes it that much
1: worse. With a worse with well I don't know about a worse quarterback cuz our quarterback played terrible too. Which <laughs> just just shows you. Yeah, that just shows
0: I don't know it shows you how bad Baker was and oh man I the fact that we can even have that argument about who right. was worse shows you how bad Baker was. This I season. know
1: I I like started that sentence and I was like ah, I don't know if he's <laughs> he's better. Yeah, it was – just look back. I think it was – I forget which game. They were – the Browns were like a win away from being in first place. And I think Pittsburgh at that time was in last place. And look at them now. It's just – it was just like a a complete just clunker to end the season. And it's kind of just summed up the whole season. All the expectations, everything just kind of went down the drain. Only in Cleveland, right? Seriously. Only Cleveland. Only in Cleveland. The brand, yeah,
0: I, it was like midway through the season where I remember stream shots being taking that the Browns were in first and the Steelers were in last. Yeah. And yet yeah. here we are.
1: It's just It was a preseason game. This it was. was I, I have to that say that. that straight up. Up. This was the closest preseason game in a regular season game that I felt in a long time. There was nobody playing for the Bengals, and then the Browns, I don't know. They just kind of, I don't know what they were doing. Dearness Johnson,
0: once again, though, when yeah. I prove that he's going to make a lot of money, well, not a yeah. lot of money, but for a backup running back and I'm trying to think of like, if he could be a starting running back on some teams,
1: either way, oh, some he, teams. Is, yeah, he is going
0: to make one heck of a paycheck this offseason, where yeah. he ends
1: up. Hopefully the Browns can get something out of him, like yeah, uh, and, compensation, well, <laughs> he's restricted, I, I know.
0: Yeah, he's restricted. I'm sure they're going to put a tender on him, so third or fourth round, I'm assuming. I don't know how those logistics work. So if someone else signs him, I think that's what they have to give up to sign him then, right? I don't know how. Uh,
1: no, I think restricted. That's exclusive rights, I think. I don't know. I don't, we'll see. But, um, either way, De'Aaron Johnson
0: yeah. went out and once again proved yeah. that he is a very legitimate NFL running back.
1: Yes. yeah. It was... Uh... It was it was a great performance, and he he's really stepped up. Of the guys that like a lot of people have not done not stepped up, he has been one of the guys that stepped up in in situations where either Chubb was out or Chubb and Hunt, and uh, it, it's been a it was a really impressive season. He uh, he's definitely got his money earned his money this this year.
0: All right, so we should really talk off season, especially because a lot of the comments coming in few and far between, but still, the comments are uh, discussing the offseason already, because that's basically the Brown Super Bowl. Brown Super Bowl has always been for, basically since 1999, the Brown Super Bowl has been the NFL draft, and the lead-up to the Super Bowl has been the offseason. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. It's so, back. <laughs> we're, we're back. We're back. <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing I want to talk about this game besides Diamond. well, no, Diamond people jones will be part of it. Special teams. The only reason I don't see Mike Prefer getting fired, even though he should be, is because he's boys with Kevin Stefanski. They worked in, with the Vikings in Minnesota for ever. I mean, Stefanski was there forever. I think Prefer was there since 2011 before he came to the Browns with Stefanski. Field goal kicker, Chase McLaughlin got worse throughout the year. Punter, we know what happened. It started in Kansas City with the Scottish Chamber dropping that punt.
1: And Colbert then he got cut. Today. And then Colt <laughs> quit, was bad.
0: Punt return, Diamond Peoples Jones. I don't even know what to say. Kick the return, there. there was no kick return. So you there is literally you literally can't say one positive word about any of the special teams units, which means that the special teams coach should be fired. Correct? Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the 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 big thing was like the just the like the team like the actual teams. Obviously, you can. It's not all the. Like if you have a bad kicker, that can be on your personnel department for not getting a better kicker. But like just the units falling apart. Like how many the, our hands team? My God, there's nobody better than Harrison Bryant catching the ball. Honestly, the first
0: thought—the first thought that went through my head was Harrison Bryant. You might be the MVP <laughs> of the offseason if you cause this team. Seriously, to lose. I was like really. I was like, "What a smart way for the Browns! Like, acts like you're gonna win all games, so it's oh, not yeah. like you're tanking and then lose like that, and then and then, and then cause there. and then cause your <laughs>
1: special teams coach to be fired."
0: It would have been a perfect avalanche yeah. of the season.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was. I just can't believe that he's he's their option. It, it just doesn't, whatever. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely something to work on. If if. <laughs> If if anybody gets uh kind of if any position uh, coach any coach gets uh, changed this offseason, I would I would probably have to guess it would be him but and I don't see that happening but uh yeah it was it was not good <laughs> it was not good to say the least it's week.
0: like the Urban Meyer effect where if you're boys like if you're best friends yeah no matter how bad you are as an assistant
1: coach you're gonna stick around. He was the interim head coach, too, so it's not like oh, this. Is, I forgot about that, now that yeah. you say that. Yeah, he's uh, he's Before in French chair, is. I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I forgot he was uh,
1: interim. Oh, my gosh, what a disaster. Who's worse, though, him or uh, what was the guy a few years ago? Oh, God, I can't think of his name. The coach that he was here for. Special like, teams coach, yeah. I don't know.
0: Got I it. mean, that, was, that could have been like five coaching regimes ago. If that was like four or five years ago, let's be honest. <laughs> I hate being so negative about the Browns, but it's so hard to be positive at this point, especially because with like Scott Kordick commented, the AFC North will have two playoff teams. Yes, they deserve zero, but that is once again, shows you how embarrassing it is that the Browns were eliminated from postseason contention with two regular season games. Left. The AFC North has two, two of their four teams earn in the playoffs. They deserve zero. Okay. They deserve zero. The Browns, we're eliminated from postseason contention with 15 games left in the 17 game regular season. It's just like another. This is how embarrassing the season has been, at least to me.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I know it's it, it the just the stuff around it has just made it even worse. It seems like like the the season has been bad overall, but just by themselves. But like just seeing the rest of the NFL, there's really no great team. And the Browns just kind of punted, punted the season away. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a frustrating. It's one of the most. It's probably the most frustrating season since '99, and that's uh, that's saying something to say the least.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I would agree because they had such high expectations. They had like so the six, high. they They're like I know Vegas does the odds, and it doesn't always mean everything. But they had like the sixth or seventh best odds to win the Super Bowl. And yep. now they are closer to a top ten pick than they were to making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's it's just so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Um, I think that's a perfect
0: way to describe the season. It's so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating.
1: Chris Tavor, I knew I remember.
0: Chris, wow, go so back. All right, so now we're on exhaust season, I guess. I promise you. We won't, Joe and I won't be doing a weekly podcasts because that would just mm-hmm. be too much Brown's offseason talk. But we will be back on throughout the offseason at times. Yes. And this will be definitely a, a huge discussion point. Number one <laughs> Adam Cerny, Josh and Joe, what are the chances that the Browns re sign Baker Mayfield? This
1: offseason? Well, this offseason? Zero. Absolutely zero. Negative zero? I don't know. Negative. Joe 10. definitely
0: just said absolutely. I think he put absolutely <laughs> and zero in the same, same absolutely. sentence. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, this offseason zero, unless he takes like a five year, five million dollar contract. You signed the
1: Chenny Osmond, uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, this Adam, this
0: offseason, it's zero. Um, just with the way this season went, even if that he comes back and plays next year, it's on like a 18 million dollar player. Uh, um, I can't even think of the word they, um a team option it's on yeah. like 18 million dollar team option so he will just be betting on himself per se
1: yeah it's it looks like it sure looks like it's going to like a kirk cousins situation which is very weird because they are very similar kind of quarterbacks um yeah it's uh if we it's probably going to be like if uh if they just franchise tag him if he plays well or obviously if he's just gone but yeah there's no chance of him resigning the real question is the real what are the chances he's on the team? Uh, he's that that brings there. us
0: to our next question from <laughs> the chef Ed Hodler. Um, I sign sign is I would put this as sign or trade, yeah, because I think sign they would have sign would be like uh, like James would be the yes, I think if they sign a quarterback. Baker will still be around, and it'll, right. it'll be a legit competition. If they trade for one Baker's, obviously they're not going to trade for like a right. quarterback. So yeah. if they
1: trade for one Baker's gone, yeah, and then they have a starter. So sign, I would say. Uh, I don't By know. the way, we saw was... our swan song of of uh, Case Keenum. Oh 2 yeah. And 0. yeah, ends yeah. his career as two and zero man. What a, a Dude, what a <laughs> perfect you pay. perfect career man. He's two and zero man.
0: Uh, always, um, I always tell my buddies the best. Uh oh, did, we, did uh-oh. we lose
1: Joe? No, I'm here. Joe. Okay. Did you hear what I said? No, you, your, yours went out for me. So I said ahead.
0: the best job in the NFL, mm-hmm. or no, the best job in professional sports is to prove yourself as a legitimate, good backup quarterback. Yeah. Chase Daniel, I looked it up. He's made like 45 million dollars oh, and he's started he's, like five he's, games
1: in his career. He's the backup king, man. I it don't think he's ever he's like never like even Keith Keenum like started and was like expect like like beginning of the season, he was expecting me to start. Case I don't think Chase has even done that. He yeah. just continually just gets jobs.
0: I'm telling you, but he's proven that he's like not a head chase. Yeah he does what he has to do. Yeah, like I said. I will yeah. I will argue with anyone that the best job of professional sports is the backup quarterback in the NFL because oh, you yeah. stay healthy, you can still get to travel with the team, yeah. you basically just hope and pray that the starter doesn't get hurt, <laughs> and like you're making millions and you don't get hurt. It's not like yeah. and I know in the NFL it's a very dangerous job, but if you're sitting on the sidelines, it's not that dangerous. At times, maybe it is,
1: but. <laughs> Got <laughs> to get out of the way, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely
0: all right. So, but back to uh Ed's question, I would say that they are more likely to trade for a quarterback than yes. sign one. I know yeah. we've had this discussion behind uh in behind the scenes, we are waiting for next year on the Discord channel. I would be all for them, okay? The big three Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Who am I missing? Deshaun Watson. Oh, Deshaun Watson. All right. I'm, I think I'm out on Deshaun Watson just because of all the off, unless he's
1: like totally cleared, which I highly, highly doubt. Yeah, he won't be.
0: I think I'm out on Deshaun Watson just because of all the off field stuff. I just don't want to have to deal with any of that. I'm all for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers for obvious reasons. One's going to be the MVP, one of them has consistently been a top 10 quarterback in NFL for years. Yeah. So, but I, one, I don't think either of them want to come here, and I think they both had no trades, no trade pauses. And oh. two, it might take too much to get them. But, I I mean, if one of them wants to come, Watch.
1: Yeah. trade
0: like 10 first-round picks, or right. one, I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. so if the Browns are out on the big three, I think my tier list would be Derek Carr from the Raiders,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Kurt. Cousins, I guess, and the Vikings. He's below and, he's not yeah, on the and, here. <laughs> and Jimmy garoppolo That would be like my
1: major want.
0: Okay, I guess. Okay, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, I would say a car would be car would be like right behind I have I have those top three and then I have a, a car would be like right slightly under them. And then um behind them is cousins. I, I, if if Philadelphia moves on from Hertz, I think Hertz would be a really good quarterback in in Stefanski's offense. I would really love to see an um, actual mobile quarterback, not a quarterback that thinks they're mobile, uh, in Stefanski's offense. That would be that would be you out here just
0: see. subtweeting Baker Mayfield. On, <laughs> and live Case Keenum,
1: Case Keenum today. Thought he was Oh, yeah. oh uh,
0: Jake Burns our own – from. A former waiting for next year writer and now Browns exes and nose and his full time job is now covering the Browns he knows everything that you could literally imagine about the Browns. Jake Burns knows it. He literally, I his tweet made me laugh today. It was like, oh, there was something about being we don't normally have one quarterback that thinks he's athletic because now literally Baker Mayfield and Case Keenan both do, and it caught it just leads to sacks, sacks yeah. and more sacks. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh... So, yeah, so, um, so he would be an interesting option. Tua would probably be on the Kirk Cousins level, uh, below Kirk Cousins. I would say below it. Um, and, I, and Kirk Cousins is just, like, getting the same guy. <laughs> you might as well just keep that. He's literally, like. <laughs> he's literally just, like, the fancier version of the
0: It's not even fancier, just, like, the more not overpaid. I got, although Kirk is overpaid, but it's like the higher paid baker. How that's the quieter? It it's
1: the that's quieter it. version. That's
0: it. Wait, what did he say that post game press conference yeah. years ago? Can't like can Oh, you like that? That's what it was. Yes,
1: you like that. He's the less. He's the less social media <laughs> uh, version of. Take but um, yeah,
0: of Mr. Clickbait. All right, continue. Mr. Clickbait.
1: Yeah. Um, and I see Ed Hogler said Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is completely out uh, because his contract is like un, untradeable, uncuttable. So I, I don't see that happening. And I think I heard a report today that uh, their coach wants them back. So I don't think that's a possibility. Um, I can't Joe, really think of Joe. Anything, but, Joe, yeah. we know yeah. how
0: these reports work. We know how these reports work. So. Oh, we're gonna All we're right, gonna continue. talk about
1: that today. <laughs> we will. We will talk about yes. that. <laughs> but yeah, getting that, just I I can't really. Obviously, that's another thing I keep saying. We don't know what what can or can happen this off season. Someone might get unhappy. We who saw last year that Sitahverd would be traded. Um, Russell Wilson would get mad, and and Aaron Rodgers would get mad, and kind of force their way out the next off season. So anything can happen. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – they need to heavily, heavily try to upgrade this. That's the uh, number one priority this off season. Yes.
0: I, all right, so which brings us, I guess, to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, one of the most well-known NFL analysts – I would say NFL analysts in the NFL. One of the most well-known analysts in the NFL – you know, with a story today that said, uh, Andrew Barry, but i I'm not going to exact quote it. I guess I could, but basically that Baker Mayfield will be back next year and they're going to move forward with him. First off, what else is Andrew Barry supposed to say?
1: <laughs> I hate him. Man. He's got, so we're not, second, that's we're like,
0: like the, that's like the player that says, Oh yeah, I love it in Cleveland. I can't wait to be back. What else is he supposed
1: to say? No, right. I hate it
0: in Cleveland. I can't wait to sign elsewhere.
1: Right. Like I want to hurt my market, so let's exactly let's let's just burn it all up. So for Andrew
0: Berry, and I'm hoping to write about this tonight. I don't know if I will because I I hate writing Browns right now. But um, yeah. One, what else is he supposed to say? Two, he he is a very 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 smart man. He knows exactly what he's saying. I like him saying that he they're prepared to move forward with Baker Mayfield. It's one, giving him like an out if they do. And two,
1: it's coach speak,
0: man. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's coach speak, but as a general manager. Because right. now it doesn't look like, like if you would have said, yeah, we need to trade Baker Mayfield. They're in a bad spot with any team that they're trying to trade with. The, the, the opposing team will just be like, hey, you guys literally have to trade him. So we're not yeah. going to give you much
1: for him. So it's just just go back. Everybody needs to go back in that article and just count how many times it says currently and right now.
0: That too, like there's like
1: five five to ten of them in there, so that report did nothing to change. Oh, and by the way, the exact
0: his exact then because I just brought the article, uh, brought brought up the article. The Browns will head into the offseason with plans to retain Baker Mayfield as their quarterback for 2022. Plans, plans one, and two, go back and just do research. Every veteran quarterback that has been traded recently. I bet you at least fifty percent of them, the GM or someone in, in the uh, in the organization has said that exact same thing. I'm sure yeah. the Rams said it about Jared Goff.
1: I'm oh yeah, I, I remember they did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the most famous it's one was Josh. Speak. The most, the most famous Josh Rosen. <laughs> right before they drafted. Right before started.
0: they not only traded for <laughs> they didn't trade for a guy they drafted a guy
1: with an number <laughs> one overall pick. <laughs> wait he that's was when they going overall did, pick they, right yeah yeah that's when they knew they were going to do it
0: <laughs> yeah so like, coach speak yeah. it literally means i'll be the first one to break it to you coach speak means nothing yeah gm speak whatever you want to call it it means right. nothing
1: and it's it's just it's what we were we've been saying for a week they're not going to just cut them or trade them just to trade them and cut them like if they can't find a better option they're going to roll with them I, it's it's not that confusing. I don't know why people have just kind of construed Mary Kay Cabot's report that it's like over. They're just going to release them. No, that, like if there's no better option, you go with Baker and you you kind of hope that he gets better and he returns the 2020 uh, form. It's it's not a hard decision. Good good organizations um, know how to keep their leverage, and guess what? They just did that in that in that article. Yes,
0: I yeah. So and I literally just laughed at. Oh man, looks like Baker's back. What are you <laughs> talking about?
1: <laughs> I know. I woke up this morning. I was like, "What?" <laughs> that's
0: that's how I wake up every Browns NFL Sunday. I mean, to be honest,
1: it, it was also also we were talking about this beforehand. It's also telling on yourself if you if you think that was a uh, a definitive uh, statement. You're telling on yourself that uh, a you have a bias, <laughs> a very big bias of what what your uh, what your hope was for this team. So just uh... sports would be so much more fun
0: if GMs and coaches didn't do GM speak and coach speak and just let out the truth. Like, what if Andrew Bear was like, "Yeah, screw this guy. We're trading on this off Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Without anybody. imagine like Who, you're not, not allowed to Who's quarterback next year? Sure? I don't know. Let's yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll
0: see. And then, oh, speaking of, uh, in st- Kevin Stefanski, speaking of coach speak, was asked in his uh, posting press conference about his exit interview with Baker Mayfield, and his response to will Baker Mayfield be the <laughs> starter next in 2022 was no comment. All right, <sighs> one, please don't take that too far. Two anything in the private discussion Kevin fancy
1: is Kevin fancy is
0: great at being coach speak yeah. and anything in a private discussion he keeps it private and always answers no no comment
1: yeah he's the reincarnation of uh, so please check in press conferences but a nicer version he yeah. doesn't say and,
0: anything and dress much nicer yes that's true <laughs>
1: but please
0: don't take that too far I know yeah. I know I'm, there's gonna be one article out there somewhere probably PFT that will say oh man Kevin Slyfansky on Baker Mayfield's future. No comment.
1: Like, come on, please. Please don't do that. Please. Please, please don't. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it should be an interesting offseason. That's that's all I have to say. Um, I, I, I Just putting the odds on, I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I, I feel like, you can't even put any odds on until you see what actually transpires the rest of the league. It kind of, my
0: my dream scenario here, Jim Harbaugh to the Raiders just to see Michigan fans. Although that would suck. Cause I hate Jim Harbaugh and he only has beaten Ohio state once in like eight years. So I don't really want him to leave Michigan, but if he does, it would be hysterical because Michigan fans will be so angry, especially with the way this year ended Jim Harbaugh to the Raiders. The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So, five minute news is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. Captain Jim Harbaugh. Raiders. Oh, God. Har- oh that that's true. That would, that would be a
1: reunion. I forgot about that. Bring that combo back.
0: Harbaugh doesn't want Derek Carr, so the Raiders trade him to the Browns. I think. I am very much on the Derek Carr train. I will yeah. be like the lead conductor for yeah. it this offseason yeah. if you want.
1: Everybody needs to keep an eye on the Raiders. They they obviously are run by crazy people, but um, you you definitely need to watch. There's going to be that's the team to watch. They could be in the market for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson if they want to. So. If you wanna if you want a team to uh watch, that that's the team to watch there.
0: And another watch is that the Steelers, who are a playoff team Steelers, will also be in the running for a quarterback. And let's be honest. If a quarterback had their way and had to decide between the Steelers and Browns, they're gonna talk the about Steelers. they
1: have a they have a perfectly good quarterback, Mason Rudolph, man. Let's
0: Alright, I guess we're moving on with that conversation.
1: <laughs> Mason Rudolph. I think Miles Garrett will be fully on board with that move.
0: I I I don't even I actually know someone that is now friends with Mason Rudolph's oh God. brother. He lives in LA and he even his brother calls him not a nice guy. But that's <laughs> I won't I won't say the exact words. But I no one, even his brother doesn't really have kind words to say about Mason Rudolph. Good so time. yeah, good sign for sure. Good and before time. we move on from Derek Carr it hasn't has never thrown below 62.7%. Or no, okay. I guess in 2015 he he threw 61.1% completion percentage. 2017 62.7, but over the last four years he's averaging about 68% completion percentage. And this year he had 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, which is a lot. That's a bad year for him, 14 interceptions. But Baker Mayfield, I think, has never, I'd have to look up the stats. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry for the delay. I don't think Baker has ever thrown over 65%. And that's basically what their car is averaging over the last four or five years. So even like no, taking nothing else into account. Okay, no, Derek or uh, Baker Mayfield. In four years, 61.6% completion percentage. His average in four years is Derek Carr's lowest in his career. So taking nothing else into account, he is a much more accurate quarterback, which will go so far with a team that just needs accuracy. Yeah, honestly. You just right. need to be accurate. And... Yes, wide receivers need to improve. That'll happen this offseason, whether it's the draft, whether it's free agency or both. Um, But yeah, I just want an accurate quarterback. I hate. Like, we saw so many – how many times this year did Baker Mayfield throw an interception where it was a wide-open receiver and it was overthrown?
1: <laughs> I don't want to count. <laughs> I don't want to count how many times. Yes. Too, let's just say too many. Too many. Um, yeah, it, their car would be right up there. He's he's like uh, – he's the fourth option, and it's not far behind. Um yeah, he would, uh, and just in terms of people were talking about, oh, Baker's such a good leader for people like him on the team. Well, if go ahead and check, take a look at uh, Derek Carr, his team loves him, and he's a great leader. So that'd be a, a really good fit too. What's this yeah, to say? for
0: those tuning in live, you can read the comment. For those listening to our podcast after the fact, I'll read it to you. Glenn Yowler Jr. on Facebook. Let's say we keep Baker. When are the Browns going to bring someone in who can actually fix his mechanics, can teach heart or speed? And I'm assuming he meant and or speed. Baker is a warrior who needs the right quarterback coach. Stefanski knows this. Why isn't the fix already in place? Let's end the media drama. Unfortunately, I think it was two years ago. They fixed his feet last year. (laughs) Well, yeah, they fixed his feet one, but old habits came back this year. Two. I think someone asked Baker about uh off quarterbacks coach. And he said, I know what I have to fix. I don't need a, co-. he, yeah. not, not exact quote, but he said something like, I know what I have to fix myself. I don't need a quarterback coach to tell me that.
1: Yeah. And that's the problem. Like at some point, like we're in year what five or we're going to go into year five, some point we got to start blaming the quarterback. Like I, at some point, like we keep making excuses for this guy. Like, at some point you need to fix your problems of field vision you need to fix your feet
0: you're telling me that poems telling us how great of a guy baker mayfield is aren't the answer no no but it, it's
1: just i we keep blaming the co- like at some point there's there's a there's a there's a line here and you you got to figure it out okay this guy is not getting it fixed and if they don't want to listen i don't know what else you need to, well, like, what are you gonna do? Um, at this point, we all—they all know what the problem is. He, coaches know. He know the <laughs> Baker probably knows. It's up to him to actually fix it. Like, there's no like special guru that will fix it. It's him. He's got to get it in his in his mind that he can that he'll improve on this. I don't. I'm I'm done. I'm just <laughs> I'm just done kind of blame putting the blame on other people. And now, it's Bakery, been five years, man.
0: Now, if he gets a quarterback coach, then he's basically admitting that he hasn't been doing it right for the past three off seasons, right? Which gives him a bad look. So either way, he's in the wrong here. And his ego, I think, I, I don't know. It'll be this off season is very interesting because yeah. he also, if I mean, he wants yes, to
1: save his career, he...
0: one, if he wants to <laughs> save his career, two, he lost millions of dollars this season by playing
1: mm-hmm.
0: because in the contract extension, it's going to be way less than if he would have signed on last year, oh. but if he wants to earn back some of those millions, go get better this off season, which means bring in a quarterback coach that will help you improve. No matter how big your ego is, a quote, co- a coach will always help. No matter. Yeah. Okay. A good coach will always help. Bro, so like, obviously. if you want to go back and win and get millions back. Yeah. Besides Hugh Jackson, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just go hire a court. Or even if it's a private quarterback coach, that has nothing to do with the Browns. Right. Just do yeah. it.
1: Tom Brady has worked with the same guy since I think, I think it was high school or
0: something. Wow, Joe Gilbert comparing Baker Mayfield to Tom Brady.
1: Wow, (laughs) if only, if only. (laughs) But yeah, it's like you find your find the guy that's that you're comfortable with. It doesn't have to be anybody with the Browns. A lot of the top throwers don't have, like they don't they don't use the guys that are at their own teams, they have their own guys, um, and it's just someone that you're comfortable with and that, that you can trust. And it's on him, man, to fix this because I don't know what else. Like, it's like we keep saying the same thing over and over again, but like it's on him to fix this. Yes, there's there was major problems on the roster this year. Receivers were a nightmare. Um, the run game kind of faltered. Um, Kind of, kind of because of the passing game, but that's another here or there. But uh, yeah, it's just. Um, but the biggest thing was just Baker just not playing well, and some people can blame it on injuries. I'm not going to blame it fully on injuries. I think a lot of the stuff was not injury and uh, in, uh, due to injuries, but um, we'll see. He can he can shut up all the doubters next year. Oh God, I can't
0: I can't wait for Baker to say that. That's oh now since he just had such a bad season, now he has a chip on his shoulder. Now he has to shut up all of his doubters.
1: <laughs> Can't wait for the Instagram. Run first.
0: run that back. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So before I know you were just talking about receivers and how poor they were this year. Well, not poor, but how bad they were this year because they were obviously making millions. But Jarvis Landry. I think that's the biggest question mark in the receiver room. Obviously needs to be improved. I think he's owed fifteen million dollars next year or yeah, 15 so fifteen or sixteen, something like that. And I know prior to the season, we literally everyone, Browns fans, analysts, whatever, said no matter what, this is the last season for OBJ or Jarvis, no matter what. Just because yeah. of their cap
1: situation. <laughs> we saw it coming that they both could be gone.
0: Yeah. So now <laughs> we're answering this offseason. OBJ is obviously already gone. Mm-hmm. Jarvis, I would love to have him back. But Something's gotta back. happen. Yeah. Not I- for 15 million. Right. <laughs> And I don't know if he takes a pay cut because if he takes a pay cut and comes back to the Browns, he's a veteran. He might go ring chasing. Why not yeah. take a little bit more of a pay cut and go to like a sure fire? Like if Tom Brady comes back to the Buccaneers,
1: yeah, he
0: would I, – I don't know. I would even – this is pops in my head right now. He would be a perfect slot receiver for the Buccaneers.
1: <laughs> yeah, he probably would. He really would. Gronk,
0: Chris Godwin. They're on the
1: market for one right now.
0: Yeah, because they – <laughs> Cause that entire Antonio Brown debacle last week, but he would literally be a perfect slot receiver for a team like the Buccaneers. So like as a Browns fan, you're like, Oh yeah, he would take a pay cut and come back. He loves Cleveland. Hey, by the way, what else is he supposed to say? Hey, yeah. I hate Cleveland. I hate living in Cleveland. I just yeah. play for the Browns. Yeah.
1: I but, would put, I would put the percentage of him being back is like probably 40%, 30%. Probably, so you tell me probably. there's a chance. Yeah. I, I just—it uh, just seems they obviously have to do something with his contract, and it, it, it's pretty much going to be up to up to Jarvis to if he wants to stay, if he wants to actually renegotiate, or if he's just cut. So it's it's pretty much it, it's pretty much in his uh, in his court to see if he if he comes back next year.
0: Yeah, I completely like I said, I'd love to have him back, but at a much lesser mm-hmm. cap hit. Yeah,
1: we're going to see a whole different offense next year. (laughs) I'm predicting the
0: wide receiver room, Much besides Donovan Peoples-Jones, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, even Anthony Schwartz, third-round pick. He'll be back. He'll be back, but what a disappointment. I know he had a good week one, but it only went downhill. (laughs) It
1: really really went downhill.
0: And then today, a wide-open pass for a first down, and he drops it. It's just – Like besides Donovan People Jones, and even he had a bad game today and a bad season per se. But he was also thrown into the fire. He shouldn't have been the second best wide receiver on the team this this in year two. He had a sophomore slump. But like it's crazy how literally no one in the wide (laughs) receiver room right now. I'm like, oh heck yeah, I'm so glad they're coming back for
1: sure. Yeah. I'm really interested to see actually him and then Demetrik Felton. I want to see how they kind of develop this offseason. They're both kind of very raw at the position, uh, especially Felton because he hasn't played his whole career there. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if they because their their skill set is so it's it's enticing. Like Felton is so shifty, and then obviously uh, Schwartz can just run past anybody. So it'll be interesting to see them develop. But the yeah the biggest it's gonna be the, the there's gonna they're gonna get a a top two one and two receivers <laughs> because they don't have any right now um i i think uh the first round pick if it's not traded for a quarterback um uh, i think it's definitely gonna be a receiver hopefully that that one that uh it's named garrett would be a garrett real Wilson. nice one yeah
0: and it looks speaking of the draft well, joe and i will definitely be on here multiple times prior to april i promise you to talk yes. draft. I know Joe does a bunch of draft work as it is. I do the mock Draft roundups for the site, but we'll be on here as well, podcast, podcasting mm-hmm. about it. Um, I think the number one thing this offseason, obviously, quarterback. It's the quarterback. most important position in sports. Mm-hmm. Two, I think it might be to bring back Jadavian Clowney, especially with Tack McKinley uh, potentially out for all of next season as well because he tore his Achilles last year, two, last game, two games ago. Mm-hmm. Him and Miles Garrett are perfect, literally perfect. Along, I mean, obviously, you could say, like, yeah, TJ Watt and Miles Garrett would be perfect, but in yeah. realistic scenarios, Miles Garrett and Jaden Clowney are perfect to have side by side. I just don't know how much money I'd pay him, and I don't know what kind of contract he'd get elsewhere, mm-hmm. but I think it would be in the Browns' best interest, and I think Andrew Barry knows this, I'm sure, yeah, oh, yeah, to bring back Jaden.
1: Yeah, the defense is pretty set, but. I think the most work will be on the defensive line. Um, obviously they got to figure out who's going to be lining up opposite of Garrett and uh, Jadavion is, I would highly go after him and try to get a long-term extension. He showed this year, he has a lot left of the tank. He is, he is a perfect compliment to miles. And I, um, I, I think they'll, uh, they'll heavily go after him and then, uh, interior defensive line needs a lot of help too. So, <clears throat> um, luckily though, the Browns the Browns back half of the defense is looking really good. That's that's it's how I was really to say. good. It is
0: looking if you're young, good. Yeah. That's another thing. Denzel Ward. Yeah, that's the only extension. That's the only thing I'll have to do. Yeah. 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 And all right. So speaking of the back half, you can say that Anthony, Andrew Berry and company their draft picks of Dimitri Felton and Anthony Schwartz, especially where they were were eh Matt probably they put pro- right now after year one with yeah. them probably busts. Let's say
1: look at those it's first only year themselves. one, so I'm not I'm not <laughs> gonna say it. But yeah.
0: defensively those first two Greg Newsom the third. Yeah. And um J and then you, you have two, Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. Grant building blocks man. Yeah definitely and those two building blocks and then the other guys I mentioned like that is a very young Secondary and a very very good secondary, and they're a huge reason why the Browns finished eight and nine. Let's be honest, the Browns should right. not have been in many of the games that they were in later in the season.
1: Right, like the Browns, like we went into last off season, how many building blocks did we have on defense? We have one and a half because Miles we kinda, Garrett. We were kind of yeah, we were kind of like shift. Is Denzel able to stay healthy? He did this off season or this season, so it was it's obviously two there, but. Now, what do they got? They got Delpit, who looks like a really freaking good uh, safety back there. They have they have um, Newsome, who looks like a great number two. J.O.K., who's going to be a playmaker at linebacker. Uh, Joe J- John Johnson, who's really kind of turned it on and in the later half of the season. It's going to be – this defense has really been transformed over one, one offseason. And um, hopefully
0: we can say and that's yeah.
1: Hopefully we can say that
0: exact same I thing was just gonna say this that. time next year <laughs> right. about the offense. Right. Andrew Berry had one thing to do last offseason, which yeah. was fix the defense. Now yeah. this offseason he has yeah. one thing to do: fix the offense. <laughs> yep. yep. And luckily, I have full faith in Andrew Berry. I know some people might question him, I do too, but he hasn't really done anything wrong yet. He's mm. I mean, we are literally complaining about a Brown season where they just went eight and nine. It's simply because of, if the Browns had low expectations, we'd be celebrating this. It's because they had Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah. But imagine ten years ago yeah. being mad about a Browns team that just went eight and nine.
1: Right? It's what it so his first two seasons as GM, he's what where were they last year? Ten what was the record last year? Ten and think, six? Maybe I don't know. I don't think know. So. I honestly don't know. But uh so eighteen wins. How many how many years would Hugh Jackson take? 18. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, he was on pace for that, I think. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it, that's the That's the really kind of comforting thing. Like, there's a lot of stuff they got to do this offseason, but I'm really happy that Andrew Barry is running it. <laughs> like, how many times have we said that in the last, what, 30 years? And we have not. <laughs> I can tell you that. True. But, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew I mean, it's a saving grace there.
0: I know as Browns fans, we can always say we are very excited about this offseason, but honestly, I'm very excited about this offseason. One, because oh. the Browns are so – the Browns were 8-9. and, nine, eight and nine. They were a huge disappointment this year. But they're so, so close. Yeah. I mean, get better quarterback play, get better receivers, get a better defensive line or at least better depth at defensive line, uh-huh. and Boom you are right there for the AFC North and AFC title. I mean, week one, we saw it. They should have beaten Kansas city who will most likely be the second seed in the AFC. And they had bad quarterback play in week one too. I mean, the Browns are, that's what excites me the most about this Browns team is that they are so close mm-hmm. and they just need a couple more pieces or a few more pieces. And they're right there for it.
1: Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a very exciting offseason, I think, um, there's so many ways they can go, um, especially in the trade market, just for agency. Um there, it's going to be an active offseason for Andrew Perry. The Browns are going to be in a lot of headlines this offseason. Um, hopefully, good ones. Hopefully, good ones. Yes, uh, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it falls out. Uh, we probably come next season. We're going to probably maybe have a new quarterback two probably new starting receivers, um, possibly a new tight end. um, Maybe, maybe some changes on the offensive line if they want to cut some costs there. Uh, It's going to be, it's, it's going to be a kind of definitely the passing game at at least will be just completely transformed. um, Hopefully. So
0: we'll see. And, a good thing, too, is that they have a bunch of cap space, especially now that they didn't sign Baker to an extension or anything like Mm -hmm. that. They have a bunch of cap space. So, yeah, hopefully Andrew Barry does all the right moves. I mean, even if he hits on, like, like last offseason, I'd say that he hit on, like, of the guys he brought in, he probably hit on, like, 75%. Just do 75% again, and this team is absolutely, I'll guarantee right now, this team's a playoff team. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. They they were, what, two games out of I don't know what it ends with, like, probably one and a half games out of a playoff. But I wouldn't spot. really
0: count today, though, because yeah, right. was still in it. True. And that's the thing, too. The Browns just finished eight and nine, third place in the division, which means we're getting that third place schedule, which I honestly, I mean, yes, it would have been nice to have the fourth place schedule in the higher draft pick. It's not that big of a deal. Just about win freaking football games. I don't care yeah. who's like, who it's against. It would have been a difference but,
1: if you were, like, second place. But.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that. The Browns just swept the Bengals, even if it was against their practice squad—not well, practice squad, crazy. a bunch of the backups today. The yeah. Bengals not only won the division, but they swept the Ravens and Steelers, and the Browns swept them. And they right. yet
1: it's, the Browns are eight and nine. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, it, yeah. I, I still can't believe we got swept by the Pittsburgh. But I don't want to go into it. playoff, playoff <laughs> team.
0: The playoff team, Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, hey, not yet.
1: Let's go tie. Let's go tie. Speaking
0: Let's of go tie. speaking of Sunday night football, if the Raiders the Chargers are due to um I forget what happened today, but the Chargers are, are Chargers are already in the playoffs. The Raiders are in the playoffs if they win or tie. There was a thing where if they tie, both teams are whatever it was. So if Sunday night football, if both teams just kneel the ball the entire game. They're both in the playoffs. Why not, if you're the Raiders, just offer the Chargers like a million bucks right. and just have a it. I mean, yes, would it be born? Absolutely. Oh, but imagine the exciting. headlines. Imagine the headline. Like, there's literally going to be people that tune in tonight just to see what they do and if they yeah, time. I know. Yeah. That would literally be the most talked about game of the season. I
1: will be forever fans of those two yes. teams. If they exactly.
0: Imagine, like, the <laughs> amount of, like, fans they would get. Imagine – that it would literally be for they'd make NFL history. It would be the most talked about thing of the season. Yeah, yeah. Just kneel yeah. the ball. I mean, the only mad people, the only people that would be mad would be the people in attendance. But who cares? It's go good out good and drink, good. go on drink more beer. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it would be, it would be awesome. It would be so awesome St- if Steelers they literally just kneel that I don't know
0: how many kneels that would be. Whatever forty seconds divided by sixty minutes is. Or a little less than that, because a kneel down would take like two or three seconds.
1: But please, would you just punt? kneel the ball. Would you punt?
0: No, if, if you can guarantee that, that. That's the thing, though. One team can do like a fake kneel down and pass it for a touchdown, <laughs> and it ruins the entire thing.
1: <laughs> Intrigue right there.
0: And knowing the Raiders, they would absolutely be the team that does that.
1: They would be. No, they would be the team that tried to do that and then they fumbled and <laughs> turned, and it goes all the way back to the no. Game. It would
0: be like the last kneel down. It's fourth down, twenty seconds left. Due to kneel downs, the Raiders have the ball at, like their own ten yard line. They go to punt it just to be safe. The punt goes. The long snapper snaps it over the punter's head. Safety. Two nothing. End of game. <laughs> That'd be that, the most Browns ending that ever.
1: Honestly, be. it would be.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the Steelers, like we said, the Steelers are in the postseason unless they're, well, no, the Raiders, if the Raiders beat the Chargers tonight in Las Vegas, the Raiders are in ahead. I know. Not least. I think just, it's,
1: I think it's, tying I, got I think it's, in. yeah,
0: I think it's a tie. The only way the Steelers are not in the playoffs is if the Raiders and Chargers tie. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that would be so awesome! Yeah. Big Ben going all this time, hours, thinking that his right. career is still going, and the teams tie, and his career is over.
1: <laughs> that was that would be very fitting, <laughs> at least for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you like that uh, that segment in the Browns game that they they featured Big Ben? That was that was so fun.
0: I feel like the CBS or was he on CBS or Fox today? Wow. They love doing the. Either way, both of them they love doing that. Like, and I saw a tweet. Someone tweeted about how during the Pittsburgh game they said how Big Ben's a great person off the field. Oh yeah, (laughs) does someone want to like have that conversation? I'm not going to have it on this podcast. No, but I think there's a conversation to have about how great of a man Big Ben is off the field.
1: I always say, just go Google. Just go Google. Google. Google Maybe
0: back to like his Miami of Ohio days. That's all I'll say. Yeah,
1: that's a good time frame. Google (laughs) that. <laughs> oh my god. But
0: here we are. We said we wouldn't be on this podcast just like yeah. we've said the last ten weeks of the season. Fifty minutes in. The Browns just lost or the Browns. Wow, I'm way that was like Brown's muscle won. memory. The Brown that was muscle memory. I'm sorry. That was muscle memory kicking in. I wasn't thinking it was just muscle memory. The Browns just beat the Bengals to sweep them. Even if it was the JV game of the NFL weekend. Browns finish eight and nine.
1: I'll give you a I'll give you a draft position update. They're thirteenth right now. And both Miami and New Orleans are winning right now, so they'll
0: yeah if they, scoreboard if
1: those two if those two win out, then we're 13th. And-
0: yeah, I, was saying, I know we like most NFL teams, competent NFL teams usually scoreboard watch this late in the season, like see what playoff seed they had, they'd have. We did Browns, three weeks
1: ago. The
0: Browns we we scoreboard watch to see what draft pick we'd have. So we are at 13. Browns fans, if you're tuning in right now, few far between, I'm sure. Um, you are rooting for the Saints and Dolphins to win. If the yes. Saints and Dolphins win, 13th pick secured. If one of them lose, it goes into tiebreakers and I don't know the tiebreakers. I,
1: I think they move down if either of them all wins. right.
0: So go Saints, go dolphins always. Yeah. But yeah, thanks. Uh I guess thanks for tuning in all season. I can't yeah. believe we did this for 17 games. Yeah. I wish it was more than 17 games, but here we are. Oh. This, like I said earlier in the podcast. It's not a goodbye. It's I'll see you later. No, but too <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, no, we will. It won't not be a weekly podcast. I'll promise you that. But we will be with you throughout the. I'm so glad I just made Joe laugh that hard. We will be with you throughout the offseason to talk a trade, a signing, yes. potential trades, potential signings, NFL draft. We can literally talk any NFL any draft. big news. Yeah. <laughs> and NFL draft, it can be literally be a daily discussion. and We'd still get viewers and clicks and downloads. So, yeah, anything and everything Browns off season, we'll be here. It'll be, it won't be weekly, like I said, but it'll be hopefully every couple of weeks. Yeah, but yeah. Like I, like I said, thanks for joining us for seventeen games. Thanks for always, whether you tune in live and leave comments or just tune in and listen to us and see our ugly faces. Sorry, Joe. I just had to throw you in with me. Whether wow. um, <laughs> uh, you tune in live, listen to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> oh, wait. How does this feel back? Joe Gerbert, Hold on. <laughs> what are we thinking? This was a few weeks ago. This For those was, tuning in live, the, that Joe email. Gilbert Sr. That tipsy man. Be sure, sure to got. thank Chris Paul's mom. I remember thanking Chris Paul. What was the? It was the oh, tips, make sure you're the vaccinated, right? <laughs> yeah all right she so that's a video that's true
1: all right so that's true thank to you all chris
0: of our Paul. to all of our listeners both live and in podcast form wherever you listen to your podcast we appreciate it a special thank you to chris paul's mother yes. thanks for sending us an email making sure we're vaccinated i'm glad you're thinking about us and keeping us safe always yes. and yeah we'll be back with you yes. at times throughout the off season uh, make sure you follow waiting for next year on Facebook and Twitter. That's where our feeds will be. I think they come up, they come up on YouTube too, but I don't know if they give you like a notification. I know Facebook gives you because we schedule it. So like, if you follow us on Facebook, it'll say like Josh and Joe will podcast in 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. So just follow our page on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. We'll be with you this offseason, And as always go cats, go cats. Hey,
1: big game tonight.